Hello friends and fellow adventurers, and welcome to Season 2 of Good Better Quest. Some notes before we get started on your new semester. Firstly, we do apologize for the longer than anticipated wait, but we believe that it was well worth it. Secondly, we will be introducing a second campaign later this year, so don't be afraid when you see that in your inbox. It will be everything you hope it will. With that being said, we are labeling our main campaign Bachelors in Dungeoneering, as we hope you will have your degree by the time we finish. Lastly, and most importantly, something to keep in mind while listening to the show. It's best from afar, and far from the best, but it's better than good. It's, it's good, good, better, better quest. on a bed of wet straw in a dark cave. It's cold and damp, and there's a small bit of heat coming off of a pile of dimly lit burning embers. And it seems like the only thing that's been keeping them glowing is the heat from your axe. As you get accustomed to your surroundings, you hear heavy breathing and loud footsteps. And you see in front of you at the mouth of the cave, a black bear limping in with a salmon in its mouth. And it locks its eyes with you and freezes. Alright, so Durak reaches for his axe real slow like uh, and uh, rises into a crouch. And you can stop me wherever because at this point he's just trying to stand up defensively quietly. Yeah. You see it starts, it drops the salmon and it starts to stand on its hind legs in a threatening manner, but you can really tell it's difficult for it. Like it's, its knees are not handling that change well. And it, it gets up into that position for just a second before falling back down onto its front paws out of breath. And it, it looks back up at you scared. Direct looks at the bear and he can tell he's in bad shape. And he looks around in the uh, in this little cave that he's been in, and he, he figures, well, uh, you know, I reckon it must belong to this bear. This bear's seen better days. And, and, and I think that reluctantly, he's going to tighten his grip on his axe. Uh, his shoulders slump just for a moment, and then he squares back up. Uh, and he goes, all right, let's get this over with. The bear replies back in common, do it. Direct stops in his tracks uh, several feet away. Uh, he feels the, the weight of the axe heavier in his hand, and, and he sort of droops sideways. You, you talking to me? Do you see any other ugly orcs in here? Direct looks around. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do not. Give me a perception check. Fuck it. No. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> Direct. Direct looks around uh, and then and then turns to the bear, and uh, he says, "This is gonna be weird, isn't it?" Uh, only if you make it weird. Uh, 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 all I, right. Listen. Okay. What? We? It doesn't have to be. What? What's your name? And Direct straightens his shoulders up and he stands up real tall. And he goes. <clears throat> 
My name is Durak Ironhide of the Ironhide Clan. Recently a favorite university of great acclaim and honor and viciousness. Alright, well my name is Sootpaw. I mean that's my that's my Christian name. My my friends used to call me Piffles. But they're all dead. They've gone on to the endless river and I, I don't see myself going there, too. Uh, well, uh, Sockfoot, I, I wish you all the best of luck, and, uh, I, I reckon I'll, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make my way out this way. No, no, I, I don't reckon you will, Durker. <laughs> all right. Well, I came to eat and sleep and probably not wake up I would go alone and forgotten alone and forgotten bears do not get to go to the endless river no one remembers me Durek gets it Durek gets it and so he uh he squares up and he holds his axe in both hands and he goes alright well come over here and die you big son bitch <laughs> <laughs> One of us is, but I hope it's me, but it might be you. I'm gonna try. Now you're making it weird. <laughs> you're making it weird. You're... You're making it weird. Oh, 15. You got nothing in... It, you got nothing in decks? No, I got... No, I thought it was just my one initiative. No, yeah, I only got plus one in decks. I am... I am... Hitty, not Bendy. He rolled a 17. But he gets plus zero. So he is going to come at you. He gets two attacks. He's going to try and bite you, and he's going to try and swipe at you with his claw. The first one, first hits an 18. Claw. Oh, that hits. Woo! That's 22. That hits like a, ooh. Oh, boy. Durak might not be, oh, God, 2d6. What? Durak might not be walking out of here alive. All right. 21 damage. Oh, well, that's not a big deal. All right, it's your uh, turn. All right. So, um, all right. So what, what hit the other, oh, they both hit. So he bit me, bit yeah. me and clawed me, huh? All right. All right. And they both hit pretty good. All right. So um, I say that that claw gets you right across the chest. Like he, he right on. stands up, gets a, a bite on your, your uh, forearm there, and then just like rakes your your the front of your chest with uh, his claw. Right, 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 right. I love it. All right, so Durak, of course, goes into a rage, and he uh, growls fire, and the fire on his axe turns white hot, and he takes a step forward and he swings it overhanded, and he brings it down, and uh, twenty four. All right, so he brings it down uh, on top of uh, on top of the bear's head, and uh, he's gonna do uh, he's gonna do one d twelve plus three slashing, and then plus one d eight fire. So I got, and then I got a second attack. Shit! Can I, I'm gonna do this one first. So I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out of the way. So we said so that'd be fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, three of his okay. fire. He's bloodied. All right. So um, in 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 his uh, in his rage uh, Durak sort of swings horizontally 
bringing the axe across the uh, across the guts of the bear, uh, and it is a twenty-one. That's a hit. Now I don't get fire this time. Yeah, eight. He he falls unceremoniously, just to the ground. He his eyes begin to close, and you can see a smile across his bare muzzle face, and you get the sense that he doesn't feel as though he died alone and forgotten. Awesome. So um, in probably the most tender moment that Durek has spent with another creature in a while, he, he takes the bear, flips it over, guts it open and begins to butcher out what he can, what he can get out for, for use. He's a survivalist. So I think that Durek spends the next couple of days portioning up the meat, uh, spreading out the skin, uh, trying to get it to tan. Um, and, uh, also during the meanwhile, so I looked into this and I, I thought, okay, if Durag gets all cut up, I'm going to have to do something cool. Let's check this out. So there is this tradition of scarification where, uh, you pack like clean dirt into the wound to make it, uh, keloid out farther. So over the next few days and weeks, as Durag is processing this bear, He's also taking the ashes from the fire and putting him in the wounds on his chest. And over time, he develops a gnarly raised scar of the bear claws across his chest. And that is what he will wear as his totem uh, for uh, Path of the Totem Warrior Bear. Path of the Totem Warrior going the bear. And then the other thing he's going to wear is uh, he cuts off the legs and feet and puts that over his boots. So So now he has bare feet. He's got like those bare bedroom slippers that dads have. Yeah, 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 and a nice blanket. It was it was a nice time, you know. He got to kill something and and have a nice moment. You've spent a few weeks out in this cave. You can't really remember why you went out in the first place, but you do feel like you grew. You feel like you have taken part in something that was good for your soul and you're you're ready to head back to class and you reach the team nascar dorm and things seem different cash and yardy a large kind of scrawny grayish half orc walks into your dorm with a fresh scar on his chest and some rather bloody looking <laughs> bare feet <laughs> where his feet should be. What do y'all look like to him? Kate, Kate, let's go with Cash first. Uh, I think Cash was just relaxing up on the bed, probably recalling something with Yardy, and immediately is fun seeing this orc walk into the room, stops completely frozen, and mouths over to Yardy. Yardy, if we don't move, I don't think it can see us. It's like a T-Rex rules, right? And if you don't talk, I can't hear you. (laughs) Yardy, sitting over in his corner, looks back at Cash and goes, Yes, I I thought that was always the situation. If you didn't move, people, people can't see you, correct? That's... That's just how you do, right? Derek's just shaking his head. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, in your room now, your stuff is still where you left it, but 
Tech and Damakos's beds seem to have been flipped. The room seems to be occupied by two new people. And you, you don't see Siggy anywhere. You do see her workbenches in a, a very large oxidized copper orb uh, at those benches. So, Cash and Yardy, what, what do y'all look like? Cash is uh, a medium build. He's a half-elf. Um, definitely has the pointed ears. Uh, it's, you know, unmistakable that he's definitely a half-elf, but kind of just forgettable. I think he's sort of just a, a, like, in a room of people, just shy of ordinary. Just kind of a, a pale, uh, dark-haired fellow who, you know, his his looks sort of match his personality. You know, he, he tries to be something special, but uh, just falls short. <laughs> I'm an incredibly neat person. I think Cash has uh, a number of instruments after trying and failing to be a proper bard, just has, you know, a lute, a violin, a pan flute, just everything, <laughs> sheet music piled up, kind of crumpled around in frustration, um, but otherwise a, a fairly neat space. Yardy is a tabaxi, and he's kind of strange for a tabaxi. They typically stay on their own and, and travel in either small packs or uh, as a single traveler. Um, Yardy is very interested in others. So he um, has a very odd amalgamation of clothing that he's not really fitting into. The, the best way I could describe Yardy's physicality is... So when you think of a chonky cat, that's Yardy. Um, so his side of the, the room... Nothing is on a desk or a bed or anything, and you can tell it's all been pushed off. <laughs> and um, close to his his clothes and his quarters, there's just sand on the floor over a lot of things, and and you you can kind of see that it's in his fingers. And he, as he wiggles his fingers and like shakes, sand comes out of his paws because he he goes between walking and and going on all fours. He's also scribbled on a couple of different things, a mark that it's repeated multiple places. And um, he's he's just got one nail and you can see him kind of scribbling it into the the wood of wood frame of his bed while he's sitting there looking at Durak. You three are in this room now and <laughs> just just had a, an interesting racial comment about half orcs and, and their sight. <laughs> Meanwhile, Durek has come in looking as though he's been on a murder spree, which technically he has, but... One bear does not a murder make. Or does not a spree make. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think Yardy is going to stand up, and he's got his nose to the air, and he goes over, and he, he looks at the paw shoes, and just goes, Oh, is, is this what we're wearing now? I already have those. Do do I need to put more on? I don't... I don't understand. Do... Do we all need paws now? They're just my boots. Oh, okay, okay. Well, my name is Yardy Dribblejaw. I believe I am one of your new roommates. A pleasure. And he bows. This place is so goddamn silly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think upon seeing Yardy ap approach this person, I, I kind of hop off my bed and, and saunter over and um, try and puff myself out as best I can to look 
somewhat intimidating to this person and say, and I'm Cash Black. It's nice to meet me. <laughs> oh, that didn't work, did it? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought that would be cooler. Oh, that was bad. Yardy, you told me that would work. Oh. Yardy uses his tail to pat Cash Black on the shoulder and says, there, there, it, it, it'll catch on. It just takes a couple of times. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm Cash. And then Durak, who learned some social graces last semester when when he found himself as kind of a in, in kind of a pack, um, he uh, he just sort of looks around and decides he has to accept his new circumstances, uh, especially because Siggy's stuff is still here. He's at the very least he's gonna have to wait for Siggy, and uh, so he sticks out a fist. He goes, "Hey, y'all know this one?" Cash is like, "Wait, yes, I I've read about this one," and just sort of like slaps it. <laughs> Yardy looks at Cash and goes, Yes, yes, he made the ball. We bat the ball. That's good. That's good. Okay, okay, that's good. Oh, God. <laughs> Y'all broke Doug. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. <clears throat> I'm back in. Put me back <laughs> in, coach. Oh boy. That was special. Durak held out his fist and they, they just slapped at it. Did Durak ever say his name? <laughs> I don't think so. I I think I think he's just disgusted by this display of leaving him hanging like this. And uh and so he he just kind of points he t- he like pulls that fist away from there smacking about and points over at Siggy's stuff and he goes that's Siggy's stuff and it's more of a statement than a question and then I kind of lean over to Yardy is Siggy is he talking about the ball the giant ball in the room or is he is it imaginary is it I I, I do have to say that I I do name all my balls so that's that's not incredibly weird to me is that is that weird to you? Should I make that a weird thing? <laughs> only, only if you make it weird. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I we have we have not seen anyone else come into this room, so if that ball is the person you are referring to, then yes, that that is Ziggy. Direct considers writing a note, and then thinks that it might take too long. Yeah, and so, I was about to say, and then remembers he's illiterate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I started off dear Siggy and then well love Durak. Did you, you <laughs> That's did it? He, That's the whole it? note, dear, dear Siggy, Siggy love Durak. Did he did he say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, of course he did. <laughs> At the mention of Durak's name, the ball you you hear a clang and kind of a, a muffled Durak? Is that Durak? And the ball Kind of opens up. In front of you is the back of a chair, an armchair on spider legs. And the the pieces of this orb kind of get absorbed into it. They're pulled into the bottom. And it turns around and there is Siggy. Your friend Siggy. She looks a little more gaunt than you remember. But it's still her. It's the same chainmail, same crazy hair, same gauntlet of questionable origin. But now she's on a a kind of teal chair 
with eyes and a mouth. So Durak kind of looks at her with an eyebrow raised, puts up his fist and starts inching towards her. She jumps up and just like with her, her gauntlet just ping, like right, right on your hand gives you the fist bump. And and Durak slings his arm back through the air and then shakes it and blows on his knuckles like just for show. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and and then uh, grabs Siggy up just with one arm, just grabs her up and, and and pulls her up. Just oh, Sigs, it's good to see you. And he kind of hugs her a little she's, bit. She's she's <laughs> giving you the biggest hug. Right on. She's just so happy to see you. Yardy is standing behind the newly presented chair, and he's just slowly wriggling his fingers <laughs> towards it, getting ready to scratch it. Uh, he's yes. slowly. A, <laughs> a fucking gun pops out of it and points at you. <laughs> Yardy steps back and pulls his gun out and points it back at the chair. <laughs> What is the meaning of this? It's like that Spider-Man meme. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> Cash is on the floor. Just <laughs> hit the deck. <laughs> Doesn't know what's going on. Guns are drawn. Cash is on the floor. Siggy's hugging direct. She's not even paying attention to the, the chair and the cat fighting or, or <laughs> her or Cash just like hitting the floor. She just says, Durak, I... I didn't know where you went. If it makes you feel any better, I don't really know either. It doesn't. <laughs> but I, I Sigs, I ended up in a cave. I was I was in a cave. And it, look, you've been you've been in that ball a while, ain't you? I well, she she looks at her gauntlet and like you see she's like jerry rigged uh, kind of an abacus on it like on her forearm it's not even like really part of it It, it's held on with tape and she like she moves some things around and she says it's been about a year and Durak tries to comprehend like what this means because this means that he's been gone for at least a year yeah and in in and he knows he's been gone for weeks he felt that he could feel the 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 time passing that way um but there's now a, a huge gap that he can't account for and his friends are gone, and this one lives in a, a ball that opens up <laughs> when he says his name. That's, that's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Siggy looks back and sees Yardi and, and the chair in a Mexican standoff, and she says, Cherry, down! And the the gun gets pulled back into the chair, and it, it just kind of... <laughs> Like, kind of clinks down on the ground. Yardy slowly puts his gun up, and then he he does the, I'm watching you, his eyes to the big, the big chair eyes, and he just slowly slinks away. And he starts purring. He starts purring as he's slinking away. The, the eyes do not break eye contact with you, Yardy, and they <laughs> follow you. Um, like Terminator eyes. <laughs> Siggy looks back at, at you two and she's standing with Durak and she says, who the hell are you? Oh, hold on. <laughs> you can do Cash, it. You can, you can do this. Cash stands back up, does the same thing, kind of puffs up real big, kind of saunters on over to Siggy. Hi, I'm Cash Black. It's... <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot what it was. Yardy runs up and goes, it's, it's nice to meet me. It's nice, oh, it's nice to meet me. It's, 
it's nice. Yeah, it's nice to meet me. I'm so sorry. I'm Cash, and I just kind of stick my hand out to shake her hand. Uh, Siggy shakes your hand, uh, just just like letting everything slide past. Cool. Siggy <laughs> <Just laughs> widgets. <laughs> Yardi uh, gets down on all fours and walks around Siggy like like a, a gigantic chonky cat. And he does a full circuit, and then he lays down in front of her, and he goes, And my name is Yardy Dribblejaw. It is very nice to meet you. Uh, I would like some belly rubs from that gauntlet. It looks like it would be a good belly rub. She says, this this is an experiment I am happy to be a part of. And she, she gives the scritches. Yardy uh, accepts three scritches, and then swats her hand away and stands up. <laughs> she pulls out a tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Three scritches, no more, no less. Puts it back. <laughs> so after that, I, I think she suggests that, you know, y'all grab something to eat at the cafeteria and uh, starts to lead the way with with Cherry. And it, it moves just as terrifying as you would imagine, but she's not scared of it. In fact, she seems to love it so much. Yardi is ready to follow her out. And um, he, I think he looks over to Durak and, and Cash and says, mm, today, is, today is Thursday. Uh, it's chicken pot pie day. And I believe if you bring your own pot, they'll supply the chicken. So if, if you have something to put it in, maybe bring it. And then he just walks out. I'm planning on getting my hands on a punch bowl. Yeah. <laughs> chicken bowl pie. And I'm just sort of, following out after Durek kind of just staring up up and down at the boots and back up at the top of his head and back down at the boots. <laughs> and then before any of you knows it, he does have a punch bowl and it's full of Fruit Loops. Full of Fruit Loops. <laughs> it's gotta, gotta have the Fruit Loops. Gotta have the Fruit Loops and he's eating them real sloppy-like and um, I feel like this is an indication that, that he's a happy, happy, happy orc. Yeah. He's getting getting a little sense of normalcy, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. After all this. While you're in the cafeteria, you guys see Front uh, and and Flynn, Pantraid, and the gyms. They're all, you know, eating. But upon the entrance of Siggy and Durak, they all stop. And they all stare. Because, you know, Durak's been gone for a year and Siggy's been... Everyone else knew Siggy was in that ball, but no one knew what she was doing in there. And everyone refused to tell the freshmen because it was funny to watch them freak out. I think Front runs up to Durak and uh, says, Durak, it's so good to see you. How you doing there, Front? Everyone thought that you got eaten by a dinosaur in the woods. Everybody thought what? Everyone thought you got eaten by a dinosaur in the woods. Well, I knew. Front, I could hear. Oh. I knew that you probably got eaten by something even bigger. But Uh, still. So you're telling me. The story is. I went out in the woods. And got ate by a dinosaur? A dinosaur front. Flynn, uh, Flynn is walking up behind him. Uh, you can see that he hears this and he, he's shaking his head. <laughs> he's like, no, no one thought that. No. So Durak, Durak immediately looks back to Flynn. And he goes, all right, give, give me the story. Flynn looks and he says, 
The rumor was you walked out into the woods and never came back. Front said Durak would never go out like a punk like that. He probably got ate by a dinosaur. No one believed that. That sounds about right. <laughs> Front was like, everyone believed it a little bit. And he winks. <laughs> and everybody's behind him just silently shaking their heads. He looks over his shoulder. They start shaking it the other way. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tyrannosaurus was my bet. We had a Deadpool. <laughs> On what dinosaur it was. Yardi has like a very skilled waiter at a Mexican restaurant, um, bringing out, you know, 15 plates at a time. He has stacked plates up and down his arms and has taken a seat next to the gyms. And he's he's uh, maneuvering all of his plates on the table so that he can start to eat. Because, again, he's a chonk. He's got to he's he's maintain eat. that chonk. So uh, he looks back at Cash and he's got like a, a turkey leg in his mouth and he leans over and he pats pats a chair and just pats a chair and he's eating his turkey leg sitting next to the gyms and just uh-huh uh-huh yeah uh-huh okay, come sit down this is this is your chair come sit down and cash in this whole thing with durak because she uh cash walked in behind durak was horrified for a moment at everyone stopping and turning and, and rushing durak <laughs> and just sort of stood there like <laughs> <laughs> and did make a mental note how great of a story it would be to tell later that Durek got eaten by a T-Rex in the woods. So sort of jots down some quick details and then sees Yardy because, oh, thank God, and then kind of runs over. I'm, really, I'm starting <laughs> to realize down. and love that Cash is a bard that hates attention. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, an accidental, <laughs> an accidental bar. That's pretty great. Sitting at the table with the gems, Jim, 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 and Black Rod Jim. You actually see Black Rod Jim at the end of the table, messing around with that that giant black rod. There's he's got a cloth down, and it looks like he's he's taken the wooden knot off of the end of it, and uh, he's got a whole bunch of little like tinkers tools nearby he looks at yardy and he says oh hey how's your next one coming along yardy pulls out his blunderbuss and puts it on the table direct what you see and cash you too is yardy has a black rod just like black rod gems yardy puts his blunderbuss down and it it's like the the old cartoony ones. It's got dings and dents in it. It's a big bell horn. The stock is like has chipped wood on it. It like Jim's, I imagine his is like pristine and perfect and he keeps up with it. And Yardy's is like not that. <laughs> so he, he just puts it on the table and looks at him and goes, Oh well, well my my uh my my blunderbuss, it's uh it's serviceable. It's serviceable. It works. You know, it uh, it blunders and it busts. So, it's good. It's good. How is yours? Uh, it's it's coming along nice. You know, I'm I'm still still thinking about uh, Professor Nedrag's you know assignment of of improving our weapons. I I really, whoo, Yardy, really hope you're gonna <laughs> do something. It is due tomorrow. Like. 
Yardy Yardy flips his blunderbuss over, and one side has all of the wood splinters taped back onto it. <laughs> I have improved it. Don't you see? I can I can I can put it on my shoulder with no pain now. <laughs> all right, do it. <laughs> Yardy Yardy throws up one of the plates that he was eating off of, and he tries to shoot it with his blunderbuss. In the cafeteria. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a magic school. It'll be okay. Make make an attack roll. <laughs> Cash has seen this before, <laughs> so Cash at least is ready for this one, and he just kind of puts his, you know, fingers in his ears, like, bracing for the gunshot. It's going to go off right next to his head. Uh, that's a 19. All right. You do it, and you, you shoot the plate in the air, and it shatters, and everyone, like, for just a minute is like, huh! and then they look over, and then they see you and, and you know, Blackrod Jim, and they're like, huh! and they just keep working on that you see uh professor uh ned drag over uh at a table he gives a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> yardy um since he's got dew claws he doesn't really know how to give a, a perfect thumbs up so he kind of just he just kind of puts his hand like he puts his hand into the air and just kind of like points yeah yeah right that that was a good shot thank you mm. Durak is a little bit scared. Like this, this oh, is some, yeah. this is something he ain't never seen before, and uh, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't get scared by much. But if, but if you look at him right now, every hair on his body standing straight up, and uh, he is kind of crouched, and his ears are still ringing. He can't hear anything, and all he wants to do is get away from this stick that just exploded. I think Siggy is on Cherry, and it it lifts itself up so that she's at eye eye level with Durak and she's just she's gently patting him on the back and she says it's okay it's okay it's it's you're okay right now <laughs> everything's fine don't ever let him point that thing at you everything's fine <laughs> Durak doesn't hear any of this yeah oh yeah mop 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 <laughs> mop oh, okay six yeah. but he says it real loud yeah. okay six <laughs> I love it. So Siggy, after a little while, is is sitting with uh, uh, Durak, and uh, she says, "I'm sorry you had to come back to so much different stuff, but I knew you would come back." Durak shakes his head. And he says, "Well, I really got no place else to go. And seeing as how you're still here, uh, I reckon I'll stick around a while." She she looks at you and she says. Do you do you still feel the heartstring? And, and he thinks about it for a second because uh, he uh, he hasn't he hasn't experienced that in a long time. And and even though uh, he he knows himself very well, and uh, he feels like he used to know Siggy very well, um, he remembers times when he had experiences that felt very close to Siggy, and he thinks he can remember just a, he he thinks he remembers a, a sense of a string but he really doesn't he has he, he doesn't he doesn't remember what that was or how that happened yeah does he say that i i need to i how did you set up the question originally i um did just was it just siggy saying do you remember about the heartstrings yeah she she was just do you no she was like do you feel do you still feel the heartstrings and direct just sort of pats his chest says i i don't know what you mean sigs she she looks a little disheartened, but she looks back up and and she puts her hand on yours and and she says, "We're still here and we're still together." And 
We're still a team. Still Team NASCAR. God, I can't believe we stuck with that name. I think it's the greatest name. Listen, it beats the first one I came up with, which, like, seriously, I'd have to be a fucking idiot to have come up with that name. Like, Jesus Christ. I can't believe I said Big Chungus. I can't believe I said that. Those words came out of my mouth. Siggy Widgets, the person talking to you right now. Yardy stands up and goes, You were originally called Big Chungus? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. He rolls. Rolls and cries. His tail skitters up. Yardy shits himself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. This episode edited by Nolan Lacey. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod and TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening.